Patreon exclusive. Hey Patreon supporters, you're tuned in to After Hours, presented by Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Listener discretion advised. Absolutely right, they are expecting it. So welcome to After Hours. First and foremost, I got to let people know for people watching on YouTube or listening on Anchor or one of the sub, uh, yeah, sub directories, <laughs> like, like, you know, Apple is under Anchor or, or fucking Pandora is under Anchor. But the audio podcast area is just to let you know right now on twitch.tv slash Realm of the Mist Entertain, we are live. We are going to be having people hopefully coming in and chatting with us and joining the conversation. But the people that will be joining the conversation right now, first and foremost, it kind of stinks in here. It must be the sock drawer. Hey, you know what? You're right. <laughs> we suck. I uh, I unfortunately haven't showered in about a day. So, no. But uh, we have the sock drawer. We are Salem. And Dusty. Okay, yeah, we did. All right, and we do stink. Apologies. Yeah, well, you know. And it's like, it's like Grover's house in here. And that little monster behind the dry, uh, dryer that likes to steal at least one of the socks from the sock drawer, Mister Delivery Bro himself, Anthony Anthem. Okay, first of all, fuck you, Chris. Second of all, here we go with this shit. He already talking shit, trying to roast everybody again today. How's this okay, different first... from any other show? This is what I'm talking about. Chris always trying to start shit. First of all. You wasn't even around. You were around before they even invented Viagra, so I don't even know why you're talking. Yeah, that's right. We 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 never we never did anything else. Just just talk shit for over a thousand episodes. Oh, by the way, I actually checked that. Uh, combined with Sounds Dicey Gaming, we are over twelve hundred episodes. Wow! Damn. <laughs> and here I was just feeling good about being episode thirteen. <laughs> we're such babies. Well, Realm I ain't of, doing shit then. Realm of the Mist Entertainment has hit a total of over 1,200 episodes. How fucking crazy is that? I gotta, I gotta figure out how many, how many like seconds of time that has been. No, you don't. <laughs> no, don't, don't do it because like now I try to keep every episode of everything like within an hour because it's just easier to edit and upload. But there, there were breaking the fourth walls that would go almost three hours long, and I don't even want to go into the video game let's plays where some of them just you got into the game and kept going. <laughs> you know? Heck, Fuck, every episode after hours we're on teams go longer. Yeah, it, it seems to, but we try not. To. I try to stay within that hour mark, but you know we don't we don't want to like scare off any potential uh, viewers by talking business. Let's talk. Let's talk the fact that yesterday was Valentine's Day. I actually mm. had a Valentine. You had a Valentine? Oh. Anthem. All right. He reached out about the, right before the t- became the 15th and said, hey, you want to be my Valentine? That counts, right? <laughs> talk yeah. about last minute. Jesus Christ. What, the hooker say no? <laughs> okay, first of all, you biscuit-eating bitch. <laughs> I was at work. 
<laughs> Pimpin' ain't easy. Dusty's already had my heart since the beginning. Thank you very much. <laughs> and also, he's a different time zone, so it was earlier for him. Uh-huh. How about you? How about you, Salem? What do I have any Valentines? Yeah, did you get did you get intimate with a bottle of uh, Johnson and Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I can't front. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, was... I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I'm not a holiday guy, so. <laughs> I'm a holiday person, but I actually don't do Valentine's. I don't believe in it. Uh, okay. It's because Valentine's Day doesn't believe in you. Uh, oh, no, correct, it's because if I love someone, I'm going to show them every day, not have a commercial day tell me to do it. Oh, is that why pants look so pruney? That's why, I don't, <laughs> that's why I don't celebrate steak and a BJ day. Because I should be getting steak and a BJ every day. Right? See? I agree with that. Wait, steak no, and a BJ that. day is a thing? You, you never heard mm-hmm. that? That's a, that's a legitimate thing to to answer the the fact that Valentine's Day, even though it is kind of a hallmark uh, hallmark made holiday, right. uh, more generally benefits women in the sense of like romance and dates and you know the things that women really care about: flowers, candy. I don't showing of emotions. Most women. <laughs> You're not a woman. I forgot. Keep going. <laughs> Wait a minute. Most first women. of all, I am going to say this. Okay. I enjoy St. Valentine's Day just because of the fact, like, I, I like the sense of romance. I mean, it should happen, yes, throughout a regular relationship. But it's a perfect opportunity to get them Valentine's Day specials at them fucking the restaurants during the week of Valentine's Day. And I mean, also, the-, the candy's half off the next day. I was say this today is my favorite holiday. It's this is the fifteenth. Half off. I have Valentine's a bag full candy of candy day. right over here. Life's good. Well, look, today today is the 15th. But let's be fair and show some love, honor, and respect to the true heroes uh, of the world. Those are the uh, hotel room uh, cleaning crew that have to change the sheets the day after Valentine's Day. Oh, dear. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> and all the maternity ward people in nine months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Like uh, November is always a busy birth month for a reason. Like uh, babies in November, cause people are sheep. Pizza, on one pizza, Pinesburg. The- Welcome to the chat, and the stream. Thank you very much for joining us. And yes, it's the halfway point to Valentine's Steak and a BJ Day. <laughs> really, that is the halfway point. To that is March the 14th, right? I don't know. I, I don't know the exact day for uh, staking to BJ, but I do know that it was the male equivalent to Valentine's Day, so men had a day that. They would prefer too, which is you know raw meat and derogatory sex, and getting raw. Dog. You know, it actually sounds better to me. What's well, taking a BJ day? Yeah. You know what? That's that's on you. I'm I'm an advocate for go ham on the clam day. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. You know, there was a long time for Realm of the Mist to try to generate people to come to the website. I had talked about having a, a, a what was it a clam bake page. Well, if, if we keep talking sexy like this, I think they will come to the website. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll come. But <laughs> no, but to oh, the website, I was talking drums. about adding a page where like we would have our listeners send in pictures of their favorite vagina, and we would just put it up on that page and call it the clam bake. <laughs> that is terrible. What? Uh, does, why would you do does, that? It, it, would that be sexist? Would 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 I would I be you know hurting people? Should should we put Anthony's dick up there too? 
just nah. amongst all the vagina, I'm sure he won't mind. Yeah, what the hell? You know, he's put my dick up on there. <laughs> that uh, is the biggest clit I've ever seen. Holy crap. <laughs> what kind of elevator button is that? <laughs> no, you didn't say what kind of elevator button is that. <laughs> what floor does that bring me to? Uh, throw ham on the clam like ring toss style with cold cuts. Excellent. <laughs> pizza's, Who pizza's the hell already, said that? that, that that's pizza on, in the did chat. We, guys, go to... What's up? Seriously, on, on your uh, guys' chat, on your guys's, uh, on your guys' computers or whatever, pull up the stream uh, so you can see the chat yourself. That won't interfere with what we're recording? It shouldn't, oh, as long as you turn off the sound. Shouldn't. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to pull up uh, Realm of the Myth. And there you go. So that way you can see out. what's going on. But uh, sure. no, so the, the, the big thing, the big thing about Valentine's Day, yeah, a lot of people, it's very bi, uh, bipartisan, I guess you could kind of say, in a sense that some people love it because, like Anthony said, it's it's romance and uh, discounted restaurants and all that happy shit. And other people, like myself, look at it as more of an excuse to sell fucking cards and flowers, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for absolutely no reason. Because, like, like Dusty said. Uh, you should be showing love year-round. Why is one day held to it? But, I mean, you can make that argument about a lot of different holidays. or, or different... Christmas? Well, not just Christmas. Christmas, barring its religious implications. Christmas... Is it, Christmas is a, originally a pagan holiday. Well, I know it's originally a pagan holiday, but... When it was when it was born for uh, by party and by car- curious whatever yeah I agree, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, no I mean like with Christmas it does have a religious subtext at least for Christians and like you said it originally was a pagan holiday, um but it's I mean guys it still is a pagan holiday well, pagans yeah. celebrate Yule the way they do it and they've always done it it's just Christianity has taken Yule and has made their own little twist on it and has made Christmas. Right, you know, but the, the fact of the matter is, I mean, there's a lot of things where it's like, I never understood its subtext, like, you know, and of course I got a black guy here so I can say this, Black History Month has made no sense to me, because why do you need one month to celebrate heroes, regardless of their skin color, you know, um, okay. any, any more right. than, than there should be, say, for the sake of argument, a white history month. There shouldn't be. I don't think that. I think people should just be celebrated okay. for being people. But that's just me. Now, right, now I got to argue with you on a little bit. <clears throat> Go ahead. <clears throat> that's why I brought it up. I knew. I knew you would have something to say on it. <laughs> of course you would. You fuck. Anyway, here's the reason why Black History Month exists. It used to be a week. It used to be Negro History Week. That's exactly what they used to call it, Negro American History Week. The reason why we have this is because. Back in the day, they really weren't talking about the black inventors. They weren't talking about anything that we had to attribute to American culture. Right. So, with that, there was the evolution of the holiday. That was why it was so important for us to have the month. Because there's a lot of inventions that we have actually innovated in American society to make it where it is today. Like the toilet you shit on. That was us. Open heart surgery. That is us. You know Some what? Most... I, I, gotta be, I gotta be fair. I mean, both are great and wondrous things, but if we're talking about the greatest inventions of, of, of African-American inventors, I probably would have led with the open-heart surgery and not the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> but, is it ever... uh, but let me hear me out on the shitter, though. Hear me out on the shitter, though. It's an essential item in your house, right? 
Nah, no. Some people yeah. figure the kitchen is <laughs> I mean, the most central thing. I mean, you don't take thing. a shit, you don't piss? I I'd rather focus on the kitchen. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. Do you shit and do you piss? Well, lately I do one of those. The other one I'm working on. Okay. There's my point, though. Like, it's in your <laughs> did, bathroom everywhere because a black man made it. Did, a did, flushable toilet. Did, did Anthony back you up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's no, another thing. No, it'll be salem and too much cheese. Oh. All right, here's another thing. All right, I'm we also invented the traffic light. If we didn't have a traffic light, you already know, especially y'all live in the East Coast. Motherfuckers would be hitting each other left and right because motherfuckers can't drive in the East Coast. Well, can we be fair about that, though? You, you And I'm sorry, I'm going to apologize in advance if it offends anybody, but you're telling me a black person created the, the traffic light, and then yeah. the majority of the people who ignore those traffic lights are what? White. No. Try again. Oh, it's... Man, there's more of y'all than there is of us! Thanks for playing. No, I'm oh, sorry. Hour. Try again. No, 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 true. Maybe true. I should go get the the, uh, the whiskey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one of them episodes. So, so guys, um, let's let's kind of just go over this real quick. What uh, what's going on here in this uh, sort of pseudo debate, uh, so to speak? Uh, we have Chris's part of the argument that says um, we really shouldn't just delegate one month to remembering people because or recognizing uh specific types of people we should just as a society do that all the time right and then we have uh we have anthony's side saying hey look we never really got recognition in any way shape or form this is a way for us to you know get a month of time to really uh have have people go out there really show what uh what black people have done and uh, and all of the great things that uh, black people have accomplished, such as you know his examples that he's given, the uh, the invention of uh, well, inventions mainly are the examples that he's given, mm-hmm. such as peanut butter. And uh, I agree on both sides. Really, and then you have my side where I think we need to get some shots. Okay, Dusty. Yes. If you well, want under- to get up and get shots, if I, did, shots. if I wasn't working right now, I would take a shot right now. Well, Jeez. understand. But, let me let me let me clarify and be clear, even even for Anthony, who may be taking me the wrong way in this in this conversation. Oh but, no, I'm not taking you at all the wrong way. I get what you're saying though. But I, what, you feel like it should be more inclusive. I think it should. No, not necessarily that it should be more inclusive. I'm just saying, like, I understand where you're coming from. Where back in the day, it could have been useful or not. Could have been was useful. And, and really needed because of the fact that blacks were not necessarily getting the recognition that they deserved at that time. In modern society, though, um, I'm sorry. I I think I think it stands more as a way of being. And forgive me for this, but diverse instead of inclusive to the rest of the society. But here's the, here's the thing, my man. They do have holidays for white people too. What name one? Okay, for instance, there's Irish History Month, there's Italian History Month, there's German History Month. There is no right. such thing as History no, Month. No, 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 it's actually days. Every they month, get days, every a month, day, a day. There's, there's Irish Day, there's Italian Day. You can look it up. Every month has a specific group. I did look it up, and I'm I'm telling you now, like German. Well, I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you what German gets as a German. I'll tell you what German gets, Oktoberfest. In schools, all they do is the women and the black. They don't do anybody else, and that's not right. I will agree with that statement. But here's the thing, though. 
they only go over black history for like a month. You want to know what I learned when I was going to school during Black History Month? I learned about slaves, Harriet Tubman, and Jackie Robinson. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, no, no, That's, no, no. I, no, he's, I he's not wrong. What I'm laughing about is how he delivered it. Slaves, uh, uh, Tomlinson, and Robinson. Yeah. It's like it's like wow, what a, what a diverse story. No, you're 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 not wrong because when I was in school too, I think I think let, let's be fair. Social studies and and hit and and world history or or uh, United States history, which is really lacking in today's society at school, I think are 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 the real issue here more than anything else because nobody knows the history like they should know. Um, because like when I was in school, and yes, I'm probably one of the older ones in the group here. When I was in school. I know more about Africa than I do my own country because that's all they taught. That's all they wanted to talk about was, you know, uh, Morocco and, 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 you know, uh, Egypt and and stuff. And it's like, Hey, great. I'm glad I'm learning about other cultures and other societies, but what about my country? The good and the bad, the good and the bad. One of my kids the other day asked where I forgot what state it was, and I'm like, "Why don't you know?" And she's like, "I can show you where all the different European countries are and all the countries in Africa, but we never covered where the states are." Uh huh. I think I think that's a major. I think that's a major fail in in education in general. You know, and I agree that there's a major there's a major uh, loss in 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 the fact of, of teaching about. Some of the great uh, African Americans, whether they were inventors, whether they're leaders, whether they were like you know, I know one of the first go to that everybody goes to with uh, with African American hit leaders is like you know Martin Luther King. Sure, but there's other people that had worked tirelessly that maybe didn't have the recognition Mr. King did. I have to say that like a lot of people don't understand that Malcolm X was not always hey I hate white people. At the end of his life, he was actually trying to bring people together. Because he realized that maybe his approach was going wrong. It was after he made a trip to Mecca. Yeah, I I hold I I, I don't want to I don't want to get into that can of worms, but uh, that's that's where you I'm, lose a good portion of Americans, right there. I'm gonna say this though. I think they need to talk to they need to talk about everybody. I'm not just saying just Martin Luther King. Everybody always quotes Martin Luther King in an argument. It's like I'm not racist. I love Martin Luther King. Or I'm not this because I know about Martin Luther King. I think, what about Martin Luther King? They always use that fucking argument, but they don't want to talk about the Malcolm X's. They don't want to talk about Muhammad Ali and his activism sometimes. And it's just like, either we got to be a fucking sports player or some shit for them to really talk about it. That's why I feel like from a black perspective, we need to talk about everybody, even if it's not always going to be hunky-dory. I agree, and I, I come from the opposite end of the coin. Again, being German descent, what's the one thing everybody talks about when they think about Germans? Nazis. No, I know. I hear it all the time. Do we do we forget that like spa- uh, space flight and sub uh, sub services and most of your automobiles would not exist without German engineers? Oh hell yeah! And I gotta, and I love Germans. I've been to Germany. Some of the best beers ever. <laughs> you know, oh there there God. there is a more to the culture than just what they're always taught. And quite honestly, person like me. Um, you know, when we go into the political realms and, and where like anybody that you don't agree with is automatically a Nazi or a white supremacist, you know what? I actually get offended when people use the term Nazi. I really do because fuck you. There ain't no Nazis anymore. And no, I'm not talking about the, I'm talking, I'm not talking about the fucking skinhead neo-Nazi little punk at their wannabes. 
The real Nazis are gone. They were destroyed by the United States of America. There are there no was, Nazis here. Shut the fuck up. There was a massive portion of Germany itself, uh, a massive portion of Germans across the world, and a massive portion of Germans in the Pennsylvania Dutch, who used to be known as the Pennsylvania German uh, in, in the southern region of Pennsylvania, that were incredibly ashamed of of just what Germany was doing throughout World War Two. Mm-hmm. It's it wasn't all Germans. And and nobody nobody realizes that. They just learn about the Nazis and how horrible the Nazis they, were. They don't even they, talk about how the German people were actually put in camps here. They don't learn about that. They just learn we're just about the bad guys. The Germans were the bad guys and the Americans were the good guys, even though America didn't want fucking anything to do with World War Two. You know? The only reason why we got involved was because of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And Americans revel in the fact that we dropped two atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. We revel in that. We revel in that, and then we 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 go on to cry about the Twin Towers going down. We all have a, a right uh, to our feelings and, and how we feel, but it seems hypocritical. The only good thing, and I'll say this as a person who does kind of revel in the uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima bombs. Not because of the devastation that they caused Japan. No, I don't revel in that. What I revel in is two things. One, it brought an end to that destructive war. After that, Japan was more than willing to jump onto the USS Missouri and sign the unconditional surrender, ending the war. Number two, most of our peace, including the time of the Cold War uh, between us and Russia... What kept anything from ever happening was the fact that we were known as the country who will drop the bomb. Mm-hmm. That's right on that one. Totally right on that one. It was definitely a power play. You know, so, was... so in those aspects, I will quote Ozzy Osbourne in this, thank God for the bomb. On the opposite end of the coin, though, I really, truly wish that World War II or any war would never come to that need. Mm-hmm. That's the guess, only reason why that war ended. It would have dragged on for years. I guess that's just why World War Three blows up in memes everywhere. You know, everyone is just sitting there waiting for World War Three to happen. And when earlier this month it looked like it was going to, everyone was going nuts. Here we go, World War Three, World War Three. You know, people are sitting there, one, in fear because everyone's got nukes. Yeah, but you and, know what? Most people are in fear not because of the nukes because, again you got to think of it this way. Even in the United States, and I'm going to be honest here, and I know we got listeners from all over the world. Like, if you go on our Twitch thing and, 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 and hit analytics, we got people in Morocco. we got people in Spain. we got people in fucking Iraq listening to us. You know, so, I mean, understand when I say this. Even here in the United States, everybody who has nuclear weapons are scared to death of launching them. And I will explain why. Not because of doing damage to somebody else. It's the fact that somebody else is going to send it the fuck back. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. wants that to happen. What the Cold War was all about. Fucking North Korea's little fucking bullshit about oh we we got bombs we throw what are you gonna throw them at us? You know first off you don't have the technology of sending them to us whether I'll fucking actually use them. But you know what that little that little bastard wasn't gonna send shit to the United States because he knows damn right well you're gonna get okay you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get California. Well that that sucks for California. But all 49 other states are going to be sending shit right back. I mean, hell, one of the freaking nuclear bases is here in, the, in freaking Missouri. It's only two hours away from me. 
You Actually, know. not even that far, like an hour and a half. So for, for, for lack of better term, terminology here, the, the biggest deterrent to nuclear weapons, I would argue, is the fact that people, have, that every country pretty much has nuclear weapons. If you start getting countries to disarm, they're the ones that are going to be fearing the most because they're not going to be able to shoot back. Makes sense. You know, we are, we are. Where's forty? I'm getting very depressed over here by the whole conversation. Yes, I know. I thought we were going to have some brouhaha's and shit. We'll get there. We got to get all serious every time I come on the motherfucking show. (laughs) Well, see, the thing, the thing is, is I wanted to talk about. Valentine's Day, and I was going to lead into differences of men and women, I know, but somehow, some saying, way, hey, we got into political shit history, here. Mom. It starts out with the <laughs> black guy in the room. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I, he's not wrong, because the other two after hours I was on, other than the fact I was drunk, they were a lot more fun. But that's what's going on. You're not drunk. We don't have you to pick on. You're not drunk. Okay, it's true. So I have to go get the shots? You gotta go get the Chris shots. Like, you know what? Let's get the black guy started. That's what he was on. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I know how to get Anthony started today, motherfucker. We're going to go on ahead and talk all about right, why black history right, should all right, be Calm down. Before. I'll go get the alcohol, and I'll be ditzy, dutsy. And give me, a, give me a black and tan, please. I'm, I'll take one. Oh, yeah. A black and tan? Got to get a beer? Yes. But I don't want to do shots. So, guys, uh, the, uh, the after hours that uh, I appeared in, uh, it was two after hours ago, uh, where uh, Dusty and I got... Fucking trashed. Um, yeah, but you were more manageable than Dusty was. <laughs> I know, I know, I was more manageable. But as soon as that was done, as soon as we were done recording and whatnot, and we had all you know said our goodbyes and whatnot, I went and fucking rolfed. I fucking, I just all over that fucking toilet, man. It was disgusting. Well, you know what? After after Dusty told me last episode how she got you, uh, uh, how you got her to listen to that episode because she didn't have any memory of it. Yeah, no. You kind of deserve that, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he tricked oh, her. Hey, here's this new podcast I want you to hear. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I fucking, I earned it. I earned it. I was fine. You were not. Oh yeah, no, no. no. But uh, what, um, what Chris was saying? Did you hear? Did you hear? No, what Chris, I was. What Chris was saying uh, while you were getting the alcohol is, uh, um. He, I, I had you listen to the podcast afterwards. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, I, I had mentioned that I, I had puked after the uh, the the one where we drank there, and uh, I deserved I deserved uh, to have to puke. You yes. know what I mean? Because of the the shit I did on that podcast. Yeah, yeah I was not what exactly in my right mind on that podcast. Oh. We all know I love Anthem, not Chris, but I was flirting with Chris. It was weird. Not weird. <laughs> oh God! Well, I, told I think you she was. I told you I'm hard black. She was just loving which part. Oh, oh God, girl! <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you, you must have been seriously drunk because that is not a mug I would want to look at sober. <laughs> Shit! You we know I'm gonna a... try to not take offense to that, especially when you have to look at yourself in the mirror every fucking day, Mister Black. I look, you. and I we look need a Chris Stolle picture, like, 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 like right, right now. We need a picture of Chris Stolle just posted right up for for everyone to see. Uh, if you're watching this uh, with a, any sort of video, like on YouTube or on Twitch or something, we just need a, a picture of Chris Stolle because that is like the ultimate face to just draw penises on when he's passed out drunk. Exactly. Thank you. 
There we go. One shot down. Apparently, this is my episode. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) Well, don't worry. I I just took one shot. You're going to look real good to me soon. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Hey, I could could take as much as I could dish it out. So go ahead, guys. You want it? Go do it. (laughs) All right. You better back the little bitch out. Wait a minute. This means the intervention didn't work. No, it didn't. <laughs> no. But but I, I I'm sorry. Chris just said he can take it as much as he can dish it out. Uh, well, I'm assuming you can take two inches. <laughs> Is that all you're working with? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder I don't like you that much. <laughs> Damn. Like, uh, I need to get my tweezers. He's got. I gotta he's, go take a piss. He's got. A, <laughs> he's got a dicky do. His eyebrows stick out farther than his dicky do. <laughs> I asked for a me platter, and all I got was a mini weenie. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, speaking of meat platters, that is my new favorite thing. When I go out to Tops, and uh, normally people get like the meat cheeses and whatnot, I just find a platter that's just nothing but straight fucking meats. I'm sorry. I'm okay, Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm still thinking about. You. <laughs> I'm still thinking about you like a mealworm with a sweater on. <laughs> it was oh, funny. Our DD group's like, oh, you got a meat and cheese. Wait. It's wh- just a meat where, Where's the cheese? It's just a meat platter. <laughs> I, uh, I get called uh, Charles Manson a lot. Yeah, you actually look like yeah. him. I got folks that call me Charles <sighs> anywhere I go. Hey, Charles, how you doing? And the burps for the longest time. For the longest time, I had no idea what they were talking about because uh, one of the salesmen at my job, his name is Charles. And so they would be interacting with. These people who talk would be interacting with him more, so they know who Charles is, and they're calling me Charles, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I realize it's because I look like Charles Manson. I just don't have a swastika tattooed on my forehead. Well, we can, we can make that happen. We can do that live on, on air one time, you know, like uh, get you good face, shit face drunk and just, you know, we'll, 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 we'll make a swastika out of dicks on your forehead. If, if, if I'm getting a tattoo... I didn't say a tattoo. It could, it could be a Sharpie. Okay, that works. Sharpie. But if you want, if you want it to be a tattoo, it's it's got to be, it, and it's, it's going to be a tat- tattoo of a swastika. It's got to be dicks. It's got to be like fucking vibrators in the shape of a swastika on your forehead. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, you know how That's we're talking about the do. after after hours Dusty's birthday party? Let's not do that at that. Oh yes. <laughs> now, if if I'm going to get a tattoo, I want to like drunkenly bury a treasure somewhere. And then get a tattoo of like the treasure map on my back or something. <laughs> that no, is so you got to do it on hell. your butt, you and your butthole is the X while. marks the spot. Butthole's the X. And I'm just trying to like push my butt up to the mirror and turn around and look at where I've got to go. <laughs> you get it backwards. Decipher, trying to decipher it all backwards. <laughs> See where the very like, well, is. It says it's at the end of the rainbow. Uh, with lucky charms. Every time. <laughs> uh, he gets drunk. He gets drunk. He goes. Oh, bury, he buries I, his treasure. Goes get his tattooed yeah. on his ass. He deciphers it in a mirror. He finally goes yeah. and finds his buried treasure, and it's nothing but a box of Lucky Charms. What? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> now I got to go to a gay club and let somebody else find the buried treasure. What do you mean you lost everybody? It just sounds like I lost everybody. It sounds quiet. We're I here. can hear you. Oh, you're not drinking this so much you're going deaf, are you? Oh my god, I'm already deaf. With the <laughs> amount of like, some bad moonshine? 
the amount of like loud noises that I've listened to throughout my entire life, just a bunch of loud shit that I've been around. I'm deaf. I can't hear jack shit. So I don't know. Chris knows, right? All too well. And I know y'all be having Boule moonshine parties out there in that side of the world. But I actually, uh, I've got uh, moonshine stories. So uh, I Share. used to. It's okay. I will. <laughs> Uh, I used to sing on stage uh, at uh, in uh, in Warsaw, New York. Uh, it was uh, this little thing called uh, North Fork, uh, and um, it was it wasn't like anything big. It was just a bunch of uh, local bands that got together and they did uh, um, what's it called? Uh, where it's or- the music's not your own. No, not origin. Cover bands. Cover bands. It was a bunch of cover bands for. Uh, I mean, this was this was Hickville, New York. So it's a bunch of like uh, old country music cover bands and whatnot. And um, my jackass bastard of a father used to be part of a cover band called Southbound, but he was too much of a drunken, retarded idiot, and they kicked him out. And they were like, "Well, I guess we don't have a singer anymore." And so I stepped up and uh, decided to sing uh, for them. And is uh, there was the country, is this what the uh, Salem? Sings country thing was about yes kind of i, I didn't get listen to that episode I, didn't, I, actually, I, I honestly i didn't get a chance to listen to that episode. well i, I, I was always curious about that i didn't go into detail on that about on this in that i actually did used to have a quote-unquote country music career it's just i didn't get paid for it except i kind of did i didn't get paid money i got paid in moonshine it they paid me in, in. straight fucking moonshine like while i'm performing they just hand over the bottle <laughs> As I'm saying wow. it, I get I get to a part where it's a break in the lyrics and uh, they're they're playing the music in the background. I'm just sitting there swigging it. I'm 17 years old at this time. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> it was it was great. And moonshine is like this wasn't like the moonshine that you buy like off the shelf, like that Dr. McGillicuddy moonshine, whatever it is. You know, this is the shit that's straight up some fucking redneck in the middle of nowhere brewed this shit because apparently he can't buy beer anywhere. So he makes his own. Like this was the real deal fucking moonshine. And I will that tell you. Did that make you go blind and shit? <laughs> uh, I kind of wish it did. Oh, but. Jesus. But that well, shit was that well, shit was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta I gotta explore this. What the hell? You live in upper uh, upper New York, like northern New York, right? Y- yes. The mm-hmm. fuck you doing doing country? What are you a Dixie chick? Okay, country is very prevalent up here because we all are farm country. The, New York is a huge farm country area. We're um, not city. Think think Lancaster County in Pennsylvania. I mean, it's very it much the same. Me. It's very much the same as Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Um, it's very hick. There's well, a lot no, of hick. I don't. I don't have a problem with hicks. I'm talking about like people who who aspire for country careers. Generally, I, don't come from like the East Coast. They primarily come from places like Tennessee, Missouri, well, I gotta be, uh, I gotta be Texas. Ridiculous. I wasn't aspiring for a country. Hey, Missouri. <laughs> I wasn't aspiring for a country career, though. I was just, you know, that's what my 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 dad was was doing that in his cover band, and I, he got thrown out of it because he's an idiot. And, and so he, I was just, just like, I was just like, I guess I'll sing. I can sing songs. I know all of those, you know, old time songs from back in the day. You know, Hank and you Williams, got a voice, and I've got a voice for singing country music. And so they Boy, were you people singing like Hank Williams. 
Yes. But see, I'm, I want to put I you know. on a spot. I want to put you on a spot. I, I gotta hear. I, I know the mics are not made for vocals. I know that because uh, I'm actually setting up getting a mixer and a mic to, to to do my vocals for the album I'm, I'm not, working on. But uh, I don't think I'm exactly in a Hank Williams mood right now. I can maybe try some Merle Haggard for you. Boy, if you'll sing, I'll sing too. How about that? Give, give, give. I, I think I think everybody wants to hear some some Merrill. Give give us some Merrill Haggard. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so, but what I'm going to do here real quick is I'm actually going to take my headset off, so I'm not going to hear anybody while I'm singing just because no, that's there, the best is, way. there is a bit of a, uh, like a, a difference in how I perceive my voice with the headset on and the headset off. So oh, what I'm going to do real quick. Metal? Oh, shit. Let me get comfortable for what, this. Screaming metal? What? What? No. no He's going to sing some Meryl. He's going to sing some Meryl Haggard. Because usually he sings, and then I'll sing accompaniment. But this time we'll just do him. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do a real quick uh, sneak peek of a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna let me hand yeah, that over. Give, give me like a verse and a chorus. All right, so guys, oh, right now I don't have my headset on, so I can't hear anything that anyone is saying. But I guess I'll give a little sneak peek of a, a Merrill Haggard song. My favorite is uh, "Mama Tried" by him. So um, <clears throat> let me let me do this real quick. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Hang on, I've got something in my throat. Let me uh, let me drink this down here real quick. <laughs> uh, 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 let me, let me drink some beer. <clears throat> the floor is yours. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin' stream of growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound. No one to change my mind, but mama tried. There you go. Nice. Oh my god. Very nice. Very, Wait, you I, should hear him when he does one of the ballads. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I sing a whole bunch of different shit. I sing a bunch of you know country music. I actually do sing metal anthem, like you uh, like you said. Uh, mm. I have a, a huge genre. I actually do rap sometimes. Hold not, on, hold on. You rap? I I'm not good. This. I'm not good at rap. <laughs> you are with this, I mean, that, that fast singer, guy. So I would love to hear this. Oh, I could I could bust some vanilla. That fast guy. <laughs> what do you mean, fast guy? I don't know. There's a, the one you do that's really fast, uh, or the depressing song. Okay, all all raps. Do are the fast. depressing suicide what? one. Depressing suicide one. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you you literally just like not five minutes ago were like, dude, we're talking about some depressing shit here. Can we move on? And then now all of a sudden you're flashing. Do the depressing one. I'm one. I'm drinking too. <laughs> if you sing stuff that I don't accompany you with, she's talking I about Stan. By the way, Stan by Eminem. That's the one she's talking about, the depressing Okay. But I'm not going to rap, guys. Come on. Because Anthem hasn't sang yet. That's true. I'd like to hear and that. And I don't, I don't know. Do we want this to be the Anthem and Salem back and forth and singing their songs? Well, only if I can sing with you once in a while. I mean, I could, I mean, I could bust one out for you. I'm a singer too. Yeah, you sing. Shit! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a singer songwriter. I'm the only one who's not yeah. a singer. The company. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been in band since I was 13 years old. Uh, until 2008 when I moved back and got stupidly decided. Yeah, I want a wife and kids. <laughs> now I've actually been. Now, now I'm actually working on a solo project. It's, a, it's a completely industrial. Uh. Called, that I've titled right now called Forgotten, uh, which is in reference to the fact that it's been over 12 years since I've been in a band and released anything new. So uh, I'm actually four songs out of an eight-song uh, album in. And once it's completed, it will be released through Realm of the Mist Entertainment under our record label, uh, Metal of Fallen Records. 
absolutely free because I'm not looking to make any money. I just I felt like I wanted to make some songs, and I'm trying it in a genre I don't do. So that's pretty dope. <laughs> okay, so hold on, hold on. Everybody's gonna be dropping albums and shit. Fuck, maybe I need to get back in the studio, man. So y'all gonna be drawing this and shit. No, Salem's <laughs> not dropping an album. He no. Salem, I need you to drop an album. Why would I drop an album? I'm not a songwriter. I'm a singer. Well, then I will help you write some damn songs. You're going to drop that an album. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Make I'm sure there's some that I can accompany. I'm good at harmony. With I, don't, I don't know. Oh. I don't have a, I don't like, have like a studio that I can go to. That's to true. Record. We don't. Well, no. We're going we're gonna to make a bootleg one. We're going to get some styrofoam. Or we're going to get some like cup holders and stuff. <laughs> Fuck, man. All we have is a blue snowball. Dude, all you need, all you need, all you need is some egg crates and some U-Haul blankets. Anything exactly. to become a fucking studio. <laughs> exactly. There you go. See, Chris already knows. If you want a ghetto studio, that's all you need. Hey, the first Shoot. demo, the first demo in a band uh, that was called uh, uh, Bitch Slap. The first demo we did, we used a fucking karaoke machine to record it. We set a microphone up right in the middle of the band's practice space. We all stood around the microphone and performed. And it actually wasn't a terrible quality fucking demo. <laughs> well, you can hear That's our studio sound awesome. with our blue snowball right now. This is all we got. Hey, whatever works. I'm waiting on my mixer. I come need in. the bad touch buzzer. I uh, I do I am waiting for my mixer to come in. I ordered a mixer, a uh, four channel mixer for for audio, for for vocals to be able to record the vocal lines to the tracks that I've been working on. Uh, so I already have a brand new mic, but I can't use the brand new mic yet until the mixer comes because it's not a USB mic like my blue uh, snowball, which I'm using right now. You know, it's a vocal recording mic. It's a compressor mic and uh, has a normal jack to it. So <laughs> I need my mixer to hook up to do it. <clears throat> so, Dude, I got to focus right at the house. Boom. Bow. What are we talking about? I got a focus right box. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about the box. <laughs> the box. Uh, I don't box. even. I don't even know. I don't have the mic. I don't have the mic or the uh, box near me to tell you exactly what brand it is. I think it's an SR57. Uh, I got a two i two. I believe that's what I ordered. A SR57 studio mic. So. Yay! Nice. Yay! Uh, spending spending money. <laughs> well, the thing I mean, is, the thing, the funny thing is, is what's going to be nice is once the mixer comes in, I'm going to use the SR57 for uh, podcasting as well, which means the Bluetooth or the yeah the Bluetooth the blue snowball will become a secondary mic for if I ever have a guest in studio. Ooh! 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 Ooh indeed. We should go visit him. That's, that's oh, okay. He's so and, sweet. Oh my god! Uh, if I ever come to Philadelphia, you know I'm gonna need a uh, place to stay, sir, because y'all shit is expensive out there. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but the cheesesteaks are so worth it. Um, oh, fuck yeah! I can't wait to try some cheese. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. This summer, I'm saving up some money so I can go visit one of y'all in the East Coast. I need some East Coast friends. Y'all my East Coast friends. So <laughs> <laughs> we're just I, I, adopted. <laughs> you are literally only one shot in, Dusty. <laughs> no, no. 
Guys, she's but already fucking toasty. But we're distracting here. We're distracting. We we got Salem. The deal was struck. Salem sang. Anthony, it's your turn. Oh. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just, like, every time I look to my left, I see Dusty sitting here giggling over here. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. She's fucking toasty. She's already fucking oh. toasty. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, come on. Somebody else didn't add it. Talking about my girl. I'm disappointed. I am so disappointed when he gave the first my girl, man. I jumped in expecting Salem to jump in with a third. I'm sorry. I'm just just sitting here listening to Anthony. I'm just thinking we all need to go to where Chris is and form the After Hours band. (laughs) Karaoke party. What is this this metronome in the background? Oh, do some karaoke. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Japanese word for tone deaf. No, that was great, Anthony. That was fucking that awesome. Was what was that oh, message in the background, though? Somebody's yeah, in their car. The... That sounded like a turn signal. Somebody's in their car. And dumb. Are you driving and squirting? Yeah, see what happened was... He used it as a metronome. <laughs> uh-huh. See, the thing is... See how the technique works. Um, so, anyways, so how about them Chiefs? <laughs> Those Chiefs, right? They you uh, better they not did... be doing distracted driving. We like live anthem, not dead anthem. Okay, first of all, anthem is alive and kicking, and also popping like grease and chicken. So far. <laughs> when it comes to my my international techniques of life. Sometimes I do the most extravagant thing. And sometimes I'm driving um, which is my job to pick up railroad workers so that way they have a safe way to get back. Um, Are we we going to have a railroad worker like I've been working on the railroad Oh, live long day. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the rest of that. Like I just know that first part. I'm, I'm not gonna keep going. Something about a whistle blowing. Yeah, can't you hear the whistle blowing? What? Dinah, won't you blow? Dinah, won't you blow? Dinah, won't you blow your That's the one. No lord. <laughs> We can change it to Dusty. No, don't do that. Dusty, won't you blow? (laughs) Dusty, won't you blow? Dusty, won't you blow my horn? Well, I mean... I mean, I gotta get to know Dusty. Dusty, won't you blow? Dusty, won't you blow anthem more? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think her mouth Man, don't be starting shit! I mean, I'm trying... See, what What? happened was... And then I, um... And then the stuff, and the things, and the... (laughs) 
you know, the juices. He's sitting there pinching his nipples and he's going, oh, yeah. Not okay, first of all. <laughs> you ever notice when he gets flustered, he starts sounding like Bill Cosby? <laughs> and another thing. And the pudding okay. And another thing. I just want to say, if I'm going to give her the pudding pop, she's going to make sure she giggle with the jello. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all the listeners of the world just went, change channel. Yeah. <laughs> we just lost everybody. No, um, I'm happy this is going on. I, I am. It means I'm off the hook on singing. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. Your white ass is going to sing, too. You don't want Get your singing. ass in there and sing the song. once people. again with me, our strange duets. Come on, Chris. Strange duets. I've got a pussy in my lap. Come on, move. So do I. Except All I don't right. have a cat. Right, you do. I, I guess I'll give you a verse and a chorus to uh, one of the songs I've written. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll be nice and actually, you know, not do somebody else's song. I'll do my own so that way we don't get hit with a copyright oh. strike. Oh, ow. ow. <laughs> ow. Damn. If we were to do originals, you should have told me. Ow. Well, you could do an original. I mean, we still got about 10 minutes left in this episode. <laughs> You're singing first. And I'm, I'm all first sober. This is awesome. Hey, I'm just letting you know, I name-dropped Merle Haggard saying, hey, I'm singing one of your songs. If he gets pissed off, he'll go, yeah, you know what? You know, he did say I was, he's going to sing one of the songs. Well, he, you, he, know, he, he, you know what? If everybody Merle, knows I was singing Temptations. Well, if Merle Haggard's song, listening to the, the After Hours. I was, about, I was about to say, if Merle Haggard's <laughs> listening to After Hours, first off, cool, Merle Haggard's listening to After Hours. Second oh, off, he's probably sitting there saying, cool, somebody actually knows my songs. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, yo, Merle Hacker, you need to share this. Post this on your Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure he has. All right, this was this was written back in 2007 uh, from my last band, which was Disillusion Purity, which does appear on the Broken Angel EP. You guys can find that. Uh, this one's called All Things Must End. I, I wrote this. Actually, ironically, I wrote this in Colorado, but it was about a neighborhood here in Philly. So uh, yeah, we got we got a fuel anyway. So I'll I'll, I'll wait I'll wait till the episode of cops is over. <laughs> Bad boys, what you wanna? What you gonna do? Let's see here. I'm gonna mute this for a minute. Go on ahead. Okay, good. He won't have to hear it then. Trapped in an unyielding state Forced to witness an unfriendly fate Politics and war many victims found Can't compare to the blood that stains My neighborhood ground you cannot see what my eyes see You're never gone to the places I have been I sold my soul away like a cheap whore Every day of my life is a losing war one day someone will make it all end. Damn. Nice. Okay. Very nice. I like those lyrics. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so what 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 part of uh what part of um 
Philly, I suppose. Are, are you talking about just Philly in general? I mean, it, it, it was kind of like the bad section of Kensington and Allegheny, which pretty much anybody who's from Philly knows that all of Kensington and Allegheny is a bad section. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, the job that I used to have in Philly used to take me in a, down in that neighborhood all the time. You'd see, like, all the drug uh, paraphernalia on the street corners and boarded up crack houses. And, I mean, like, the neighborhood was just falling apart. And one day while working with my band in Colorado, we were, we were talking about that. And it just inspired me that I sat down with an acoustic guitar and I just wrote and I wrote this song. And of course I, the way I write songs, I don't, I don't necessarily tell, I don't want to say truthful stories, but I tell, I tell stories. Right. You know what I mean? Um, when when I write it, it's not necessarily like personal experience, although there is a lot of personal in what I write. Um, but I present it in a way where it's a, it's a fictional story. And in this particular one, it's about a person who's down in a neighborhood like Kensington and Allegheny who sees all this terrible shit. And he comes upon a, a chalked out dead body in an alleyway uh, and later on discovers that it's his body. Ah, okay. I like that. That, that is neat. Okay. <laughs> okay. So All Things Must End is basically the neighborhood took his own life. So, and actually there's a spoken word poem at the end of it, so. That's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> that uh, that became the, the ending song to the Broken Angel EP, actually, because of the fact of how down and depressing it is. You know, in in a sense that because uh, it literally is just me, my voice, and a, and an acoustic guitar. There's nothing else to the song. Right. You know, there no drums, no bass, no backup. So <laughs> it just definitely sets the mood of like you know this is this is how we want this album to end. This is this is how you should feel at the end of uh, what's going on here, and it's just it's not a good place. Right. And uh, it definitely sets the. Um, uh, the emotion of, you know, especially if you're looking for people to really understand exactly what the hell is going on here. Well, I mean, there was a theme to the Broken Angel EP. Um, there, you know, it starts off with unending nightmares, which which deals with the fact of like, you know, just looking at the world today and how how it's gone to hell, you know, mm-hmm. in a handbasket, and then uh, loss of innocence obviously kind of lives towards, even though it's a story of a, a guy who. Uh, has let the world beat him down so much that suicide is a preferable option. Um, which leads into a song called A Drop of Suicide, which we used to call our happy little dance tune because it's uh, the lyrics were written exactly like a suicide note, but the music was so fucking happy jazz. You know what? That, that reminds me of a Hollywood Undead song called Bullet, nice. where the bullet is nothing but it's this guy wants to commit suicide, but it's got this upbeat tone to it. And uh, I sing that to, uh, well, I sing that all the time, and it pisses Dusty yes, off. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> then we had the actual title track, uh, Broken Angel, which was considered my masterpiece, uh, mm-hmm. which is a story about a, a girl who, uh, you know, winds up in the wrong part of town, and uh, she's being followed by what I call as an abusive clown in the story who, who finally catches up to her, rapes her, and kills her, and at the end of the song, you find out that I was the clown. That you were the clown. That I was the clown. I was I was the stalker and abuser. 
Um, then that leads into One Last Kiss, which was kind of an apology song. <laughs> right. And then another song called Needful Things, which was, uh, even though I stole the title from Stephen King, one of his uh, uh, books, uh, the, the song, each, each, uh, each verse was a different type of addiction. And how it destroys you. Like the first verse was uh, drugs. Second verse was self-harm. Third verse was alcoholism. Right. You know, and then, of course, ended it with all things must end. So, I mean, there was there was a theme of like just losing control and and winding up in the worst possible scenarios throughout the whole entire Broken Angel EP. I like albums that are stories, though. It's uh, concept albums. They're, yeah, I like that. They're some of my, my favorite albums to listen to are concept albums because they do tell a story, and it makes you want to go back and hear the story again and again yeah. and, and learn it. And uh, Concept albums are, I think, the hardest to write, period, I want to say, just well, because I... you, you really have to make sure everything kind of flows. Cohesion. Well, maybe so we I'll, maybe I'll actually sing you the the tracks to it, and you guys can, you... you guys can actually uh, critique it on air. Why, why, why don't why don't why don't we find that uh, that uh, ET? And uh, I know I'll listen to it. I'll <laughs> give it a listen uh, because what this sounds like in this. I mean, I'm not I'm not comparing it directly. It doesn't exactly sound like this, but there's a uh, uh, an Alice Cooper. Um, album i can't remember what the uh the album is called for the life of me but it's it's a concept album essentially about a serial killer uh that wasn't welcome to my nightmare no well no but but uh uh, um but that that album the the feel that i have for what you are saying the ct is about has the same general feel it's not the exact same idea or, or anything in particular but it has the same feel. You're 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 going to be going into the story knowing that it's not a good story. It's actually kind of funny when I first was approaching the idea for Forgotten, uh, this this album, um, this solo album that I'm doing. My original idea was supposed to be a concept album. I was contemplating doing a, an album called The Cell, mm-hmm. and what The Cell was going to be was uh, it was going to be telling the story of three inmates in a holding cell. Okay. And telling their stories of how they got there and what's going on, and uh, the funny the funny thing about it was that uh, each each cell each person in this holding cell one was a uh, an innocent man who was there, wrongly accused, okay. one was as cold hearted whatever, and the other one was a serial just back and forth back and forth but always like minor things, right? And what was going to happen by the end of the album, if I if I wrote the songs the way I was thinking I was going to write them, is you would have the uh, Stone Cold Killer or whatever he gets off scot free on a technicality. Okay. You know what I mean? And the uh, the guy in the middle uh, winds up killing the innocent one who got uh, sentenced to life because he had a shit lawyer. Oh. By the way, Chris, <laughs> that was so originally going to be the idea. In. I've been listening in, and by the way, beautiful lyrics, and you have a really nice voice. I well, appreciate it. Thank you. I wasn't sure Seriously. if you even heard it because I, I knew you were on no, mute. No, no, I I was, no. Away. I only muted my microphone because I had some people in the car, but no, you sounded great. Well, I appreciate right. it. Thank you. 
I mean, shit, I was about to light up a lighter and start swaying and shit. <laughs> I felt like I was at Rockfest. I was like, oh, shit, it's like that Shinedown situation back in 2008. I, I, was, like, sitting there, I was like, oh, shit. I appreciate that. I, I, I do, because I, I get nervous about it, because it's been so many years since I've, I've done it. Like, I can't tell you how nervous I am about Forgotten, when, when Forgotten releases, because, you know, again, it's it's very Nine Inch Nails-ish, which I love Nine Inch Nails, don't get me wrong. That's I a love great band. Industri- I love the industrial scene, but I'm doing all this myself. I'm so used to working with a band. I've never done just me doing everything, you know, I'm using you know, beat generators and everything else to come up with the, 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 the sound, the beat and, 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 and all that. And then obviously adding in guitars and, and, and bass and all. And I'm by no means a great guitarist or a great bassist in any way. So a lot of what's going in there is basic. Uh, but it's the one genre where I could do that and get away with it, you know. So, but I'm extremely nervous about releasing this. Because it's not, well, it's not in my comfort zone. It's not my wheelhouse. Well, obviously, you know how to write some damn lyrics because that was some good shit. And then you were explaining the story. I was like, oh, shit, that's real as fuck. <laughs> I, I will listen to that. If you're writing lyrics like that, I'll listen to that shit. No, I do. I, I do. I could, sit, I could sit here and read you guys off fucking, I got years of lyric sheets that haven't even seen music yet. You know, that, that are just like, you know, as it says, they're lyrics. Because when I write, I write a poem. And then I figure out the concept of the poem and then break it down to verse and chorus, you know, and then that's what will sit, you know, on my shelf, if you will, quote unquote, metaphorically, even though we're in the digital age and it just sits in a folder until I hear a song or a beat that it fits. And it's like, wait a minute, let's try that again. You know, and I start fitting the words into the music. That's that's how I write. Oh, very good. I'm not talking about it. Yeah. But I mean, I've got. I'm thinking of creep all of a sudden. I, I mean, I've got, I got. But now I got to be three people's groupie. This guy, that's gonna be stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got funny songs. I got, you know, goofy songs. I got fucking, you know, obviously evil songs. But mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, I go everywhere from like forsaken but not forgotten to uh, and gone too soon to things like I said I love you now get the fuck out. And... <laughs> oh Lord Jesus! Angry white boy music. Oh, <laughs> you know, I uh... said I love you. Get the fuck out. Well, sorry, wait, well, I, I know Salem writes original songs. They're usually about how bad I am, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, what, what I are... don't, I don't write original songs. I just kind of belt shit that doesn't rhyme about yeah. how much Dusty sucks. Yeah. But I mean, music, music, just like, uh, like, uh, uh, poet, uh, poetry doesn't necessarily have to rhyme. It's the inflection of meaning that matters. Oh yeah. But does every song have to be different ways? I suck. Yes. Yes, it does. And we find muse where we can find it. (laughs) (laughs) When's the Dusty Sucks album coming out? It's already out. Oh. Don't tell me, I'll write it. <laughs> I don't mind. I, you know that to this day I write. I wrote a, I wrote a song, uh, I wrote a lyric sheet called fucking Messenger of Mayhem, a.k.a. Mom, while I was on a shitter at work. Sir, are you using my AKAs? 
Everyone uses no. your AKAs. Yeah. No, okay, if you write a song about me that's horrible, if it if it goes viral, at least that means the sock drawer will go viral with it. So there it's okay. Go. There you go. Well, I'm telling you, we'll release the album with the dusty sock. We should give the sock drawer. <laughs> The the, the, the the dusty vaginal sock. We'll go with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the, the sock drawer that's about, about dusty. And we'll have we'll have the uh, we'll have the sock drawer fucking URL right on the toes. It's like dusty, come swing your sword to me. Hit me with your sword of love. Won't you be my shining knight? Oh, oh Anthem, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I swing the swords and, and wear the armor too, buddy. Salem, <laughs> let's have a threesome then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will take my pike and shove it in your rear end. <laughs> <laughs> on 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 Salem's on Salem's rear end, guys. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? <laughs> sock drawers. All right, where the sock drawer can Facebook under the sock under the sock drawer SD, as in Salem and Dusty, not anything dirty. Uh, on uh, uh, Discord. Uh, yeah, Discord. You can find us. On Discord, and um, any place Realm of the Realm places us. Oh, realm of the Realm. Realm we of are the definitely realm. part of Realm of the Realm. You're realm right. Of the, realm of the Realm. Realm of the Mist. Any anywhere that you can uh, find Realm of the Mist, find the sock drawer. So Anchor well, let, let Chris do that one. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, we're we're all, <laughs> we're all YouTube. We are on YouTube. Sock drawer. Uh, SD. Sock drawer SD. No, no, no. The sock drawer SD is only Twitter. Oh, sock it to him. No, I've, I've noticed something. The sock drawer, sock drawer is where I got the SD from. SD, sock drawer. But it's also Salem Dusty. Oh. That's pretty cool. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. next person. <laughs> and and uh, Anthony. Oh, okay. So you guys can find me on my OnlyFans page at OnlyFans. Okay, wait a minute. Hold up. Wrong, wrong, wrong business, wrong business. Okay, so you can find me uh. at, at Delivery Bros Podcast. <laughs> On Instagram, Delivery Bros Pod. On Twitter, you can even find me on Facebook.com/slash Delivery Bros KC. And um, yeah, go check me out. I'm also on YouTube, Delivery Bros Podcast. That's how you can find me. Also, also to all the people out there, um, if you want to see dick pics of Chris uh, Christopher Stole, all you gotta do is go to his OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com/slash Chris with the dick that is like a two-inch dick. Hey, she told me give her eight inches and make it hurt, so I fucked her twice and slapped her. (laughs) You gotta fuck her about four times with a two-inch dick. It was cold that day. It's not usually two inches. Welcome to After Hours, the math edition. (laughs) And where do we find Chris? And of course, you can find me here at Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Uh... Sometimes hosting After Hours, sometimes hosting Breaking the Fourth Wall, always appearing on some of the other podcasts. And if you enjoyed this podcast in any capacity, make sure you hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe, check out all the other great podcasts of Realm of the Mist Entertainment, and jump over to our sister channel, Sounds Dicey Gaming, for all your tabletop gaming and video game Let's Play 
enjoyment. And of course, if you prefer these podcasts in audio format, you can find After Hours, Sock Drawer, Sometimes Delivery Brothers, and all the other Realm of the Mist shows. Just look for Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. All right, guys. I'm an anchor, even though this is they are the homies, and I didn't rock with them. Now, oh yeah, one more thing. Where the hell is Venus at? She's been taking time off uh, since the baby. She hasn't decided to come back yet. Tell her to throw her life away and say fuck them kids. <laughs> I'm sending this episode to her right now. <laughs> I love you, Venus. I am so sorry. And now he's cheating on me. <laughs> fuck, I'd cheat on you too. Hashtag Damn. fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag rumble, uh, ramble rant. Hashtag ramble rant. All right, guys. We.